It's time for the Dan Fogler 4D Experience Podcast. What's your full name? Uh, Rachel Jacobs. Well, what's your middle name? Esther. Rachel Esther Jacobs. Oh, my God. I'm the Jewish Jew. Are you Jewish? Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot of That Jewish makes three of us. You know, here's the thing is that there's... There has been, ever since we started talking about Judd Hirsch on the show, uh-huh. which was the first episode, and this is our fourth episode right now, or fifth, I don't know what the fuck it is. And he comes up every time? No, but it, it just, everything becomes so, it's incredibly Jewish, you know, I'm I'm not that Jewish. I well, mean, I, I mean, I, I, I become, I'm in Jewish. my blood. You're sitting around the table. We're You're sit- telling stories. Oh, yes, I guess. You're drinking Schlivovitz. I'm not drinking Schlivovitz. I'm drinking... I'm drinking Manischewitz. Manischewitz is gross. I know, it's kind of gross. Hey, 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 hey. Who? Take it down a notch, Rachel Esther. (laughs) I actually wrote an article on better uh, alcohols you can have on Passover that Uh are Manischewitz. Okay. Oh. Yeah, take it down a notch. Hey, what's your, what's your, (laughs) what's your, what's your middle, Esther, and then what's your last name? Jacobs. Jesus, Rachel Esther Jacobs. I know, right? It's the most Jewish. My brother is David Hillel. That's even more Jewish. Wow. All right, take Somehow. it. All right, that's it. Just I just I didn't say you were in here doing this with us. I just said that, you know I was <laughs> Could chime in, ask you once in a while stuff. All right, go ahead. I, I just you know I'm trying to. I'm, this is my buddy we, Matt. Hey Matt, is it okay? That if can we, we start again? Yeah, let's start right now. Okay. No, we're gonna keep all that stuff. I love that stuff. Me too, actually. And and Rachel, you jump in whenever you want, but don't really, don't really, okay. Yes. Right now, sure. right now we're gonna now right now we're gonna create a song. Rachel Esther Jacobs, how you doing? Rachel Esther Jacobs, Rachel how you doing? Esther Jacobs, where you Jacobs, going? Esther Jacobs. I like that. Did you like that, Rachel? That's pretty good. Thanks. So you know what? Everyone has their own little, because everyone, all the engineers so far have mm-hmm. had their own like special like songs. Oh, that's so nice. Yes, I like that one. Yeah, Rachel, that was a good one. Yeah. So um, they keep quitting. Chad Chaim Dugats was, was <laughs> Chad Chaim Dugats. It was more like, <laughs> and then there was Peter Ballard Edmondson, and then there was. Uh, Sarah Nicole Lambert. Uh, you know, anyway, I'm done with those. Wow. There's a How, lot of them. Y- do you get a new one every time? <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of, we haven't had a lot of repeats. I, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should, uh, maybe I should look into that. So this is Matt Shear. Can I use your yes. whole name? Should Please. I say Matt S? Whatever. I've known Matt forever. Uh, well, no. I've known him since we did the movie Taking Woodstock yes. together. We share many stories mm-hmm. about that. Which was how, like, probably like... 2007 or 8 or 8 yeah, yeah. man <laughs> 8 years or yeah 8 I, years ago <laughs> and i think that i actually i want to start the conversation mm-hmm. by you were on uh Louis CK's most recent show right yes what's it called again horace, horace and, and pete I, I, and i've been watching it and oh yeah, yeah have yeah. you have you watched the whole thing <laughs> it's trippy man it's like <clears throat> yeah it is it's like watching really 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 dark <laughs> cheers <laughs> right with no like whole, in an empty audience. theater. Yeah, but it's if and you have that live crackly in the moment feel. Right. And you have an incredible cla- cast which I'm dying to hear about. Like you, you had yeah. Steve Buscemi, mm-hmm. Alan fucking Alda. Yeah. You had a scene with Louie. Yes. So tell me a little bit. 
Um, so this was one of those roles that I auditioned for and then like forgot about and figured it wouldn't happen. And then kind of a few months later, got the call like, uh, you know, it was like a Friday. On Monday, you're going to have a table read with all of these, wow. you know, people. And um, Who were the, the people in it? So, so, it's like, so who were you Steve in the Buscemi. scene? Yeah. I was in this, my scene was uh, with Louis and Alan Alda. But you um, have everyone standing around. But everyone's there. around, you're, and everyone's at this table read. Yeah. I, you know, it was like Edie Falco yeah. was sitting across from me. I was like, hi, hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm Matt. Uh, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, I heard him talk about the show on uh, Charlie Rose. He said that he like he wrote the part for her. Oh, really? Yeah, and he like he went up to her at like a Golden Globes <laughs> or something. It was just like, hi, I know you don't know me. But you're awesome, <laughs> and I wrote something for you. Will you do it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't come to me that way. No. No, <laughs> no you had to audition. I, I auditioned. And, but that's great, you know. man. Uh, it was so cool. I mean, it was like, I mean. You got to actually, like, work with Louie. Interface yeah. with Louie. Who's a genius um, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I agree. I peed with him at a, at a party. I peed with him next wow. to him. Wow. I was next to him, and I thought that was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was very exciting in my life. I we it's not. I mean, it, the experience was akin to peeing next to him. He no. I mean, just so the, much more. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> just in terms of the the closeness, the proximity. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I was that close to him. Yeah. Um, and are you guys drinking pee or what is it? Yes. Oh. It's there's pee in the tap. That's fucking um, gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. It was a lo- you know, lo- <laughs> low budget kind of thing. So uh, Alda's just peeing in the house. That was like a yeah, fresh it, Alda. That's why no yeah. one ever drinks on the show. That's why everyone right, right. just has all the drinks standing in front of them. It was Let like me tell a, you in his contract <laughs> that he gets to wear a hose and just... <laughs> you know who else is on the show who I fucking love? Hmm. Uh, what's your name? Um, she's what the hell's her name? <laughs> uh, um, oh, Idy. Who's Idy? Idy. Idy. Fuck. What's her name? The, the yeah, on Sat- the woman who's on Saturday Night Live. Is that oh you're yeah, to? yeah. Daughter. Is that who you're talking about? She's very good. She I don't was... know her in any other context than this sh- this show. Horrors and Pete. Wish I remembered her name right. That's okay. Brian. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. God, you know what? That's the that, you know what? That's, that's the, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm that, talking about. That was your first effective moment, Rachel. <laughs> um, Rachel Lester Jacobs, you are doing well. Esther Jacobs. So was uh so. Yeah, eighty eighty Bryant. Were you peeing? Is that your right, pass? Rachel? Eighty Bryant. You had a, um, you had a you had you told me a story that you were worried that you were gonna go up your on your line or something because everyone's oh. never, it's like long ass scenes that you're doing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, I was terrified. I like, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I've I've had a handful of uh, experiences as an actor now where you know they've been challenging working with people that I respect and. You know, like moments where you're, I, I've been very nervous. This tops them all because, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the way he rehearsed it and then shot it was like a play. You would rehearse the whole scene or pretty much as far as you could go until there was an actual break in the setting, like where they moved from, you know, the bar to the apartment or to like the, outside of the apartment or wherever like 
as long as it was in the bar, yeah, they were shooting it with four cameras without a break. And so, like, if Jesus you Christ. fuck up, you yeah. f- you fuck up everyone's take, which I did once. Um, it wasn't out. Well, you did, right? <laughs> yes, you yes. did. I fucked up once, um, and everyone was very nice about it. Oh, okay. And, yeah, it wasn't a big deal, but. Uh, you, yeah, it was. And, and it kind of intricate dialogue. Back, it's like mammity, you know, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's like a one, uh, just an incredible writer, and yeah, you know, like he's like a, it's like like doing a play. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's been your experience watching it, but it it really hits it you is. out it's, like a play. There's something about it that's very. Um, I mean, obviously, it's, it feels very live. Yeah. And you're dealing with, you know, he's such a master of the awkward pause, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and it works so well in those silences that are, but you feel the crackling in the air of the chemistry. Right. It's beautiful. It's very. Yeah. It's, it's like theater, and um, you know, at first you don't know what to make of it. Right. Because it because it's so dark. Yeah. Like that woman and that, comes in with Tourette syndrome. Oh and, man, Maria Dizzy. Yeah, but each She's character incredible. is so really lovely and complex and i loved like in the first episode um before they hadn't like totally ironed out the sound yet it seemed like so they had some sound issues where like there was kind of a like a buzz like a like throughout the entire episode and at first i was like what you know what's going on here like is this (laughs) my television or whatever and then that's funny you know, I I, I kind of that's the crackling. I was yes, I exactly in the air. Exactly, I kind of like that. Postman only rings while. twice. What's her name? With the oh, uh, Rachel. Uh, S- yeah, Jessica Lange. Je- Jessica Lange. Lange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, she has this crazy relationship with Louis where he like fantasizes about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she used to fucking <laughs> dad. Uh, it's, it's yeah. such, I mean that that's why it's it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's very you know, dark. You see. And 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 like those little fantasy moments are kind of like what uh, more like what he would do the non sequitur crazy stuff he would do on his uh, on his Louis show right yeah which I loved so right much. right right yeah you're right it kind of goes from the style he's established yeah. early on and then he kind of takes these you know little trips I love him man he just like he's it's he's inspiring he's, you know he is, like yeah. he really. You know, especially with this thing, he just kind of took this insane did it risk. Himself. He just did it himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And like, got all of these incredible people to believe in his, you yeah. know, vision his and vision. Yeah. And he's he's like making new hybrid kind. <laughs> he's comedy. creating a new form. Yeah. And pretty what, soon, do you think you're gonna go back on the show again or what? I think it's over. It's over. They yeah. just did one thing. I think it was just like a kind of like a mini series, huh. ten episodes. Interesting. Yeah. So you will always be known as douchey outsider <laughs> who had to pay more for the beer until uh, the day I die. Which I think was a great. Fucking it it scene, was a man. fun scene. Yeah. You're just like oh, so because you like he, he wasn't spelling it out, so you spelled it I out. I spelled it. Yeah. You were just like oh, okay, I, I got it. I'm a yeah. douchebag. I'm from outside, <laughs> and uh, that's. So why you're basically saying I'm a douchebag. It's douche tax. Right. Yeah. It's douche tax. Yeah. I think that's fucking funny. I'll pay my douche tax. I'll pay my douche tax, and it was yeah. Everyone in there was such a lonely fucking person. Let's talk about uh. <laughs> let's talk about um. <laughs> what. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you texted me earlier, and you, and you were just, uh, you may have to put your pants on. Remember that shit? Yes, I did. Now, I did write that to you. I haven't thought about that in a long time. That was <laughs> who were we doing that to? So one of the other Earthlight players, you know. So in, in take- I, I mean, I have a something of a <laughs> specific memory of put what you got to put your pants on. Yeah, that was like we all were. You know, we were all living like in taking Woodstock. We were living up in Woodstock, all in the same hotel, and we were supposed to be acting like you know flower children. Right. So we were just like having a great fucking time. Yeah. All of these, like, and we were supposed to be, you know, just young artists, uh, the Earthlight players, and it was, I was, I was such a magical fucking time. I know the movie didn't do so well, but uh, to Let's get to work with fucking Matt Shear, to match, get to work with Matt Shear, uh, just to work with Liev Schreiber, Liev Schreiber, <laughs> just to work with, <laughs> and uh, and fucking Dimitri Martin, Dimitri Martin, of course, um, Amelda Staunton, Jesus, holy Christ. shit. Uh, you know, we had... Who else was in... Who, who played her Paul husband? Paul Dano. Fucking the whole, you know how many people were in this movie? Who played... Yeah. Rachel has definitely seen Taking Woodstock. We talked about it. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, when it came out like six years ago or something. Yeah, what'd you think of that? It was pretty good. I met the guy who uh, wrote the book, too. He's kind of... Maybe I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... he's Elliot Tiber. He's got a rep. Um, but we... We Tiber? fucking... Uh, we got to hang out with Ang Lee... Yeah, you got naked, man. Yeah, I man. did. I did. You got very naked. Mm-hmm. Emil Hirsch was in the movie. Yep. That's the first time I met Emil. Who wasn't signed on to get naked. And but he was just like. Was so but Ang was excited just all, by. He, he was like. The rest Ang, of us he was naked. Ang's like. <laughs> like, he, he would just like. Yeah. Emil would just be sitting by Ang, and Ang would turn to Emil and go, I want you now to go up there and get naked as well. And, and Emil would just be like, really? And be like, Ang would be like, yes, do it, go. He's like, I am improvisational monster. And he would just jump up there. And yeah. then he was like fucking uh, the head of a donkey or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was that was impromptu. That was impromptu. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was exciting. Better put, put your pants on. Yeah, that came from just um, me. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I this remember. We're the only ones that we find We were funny. in your room. Right. In the hotel, everyone was was up wanting to party. Yes, and Ivan getting high. Ivan Sandemir. Yes, Ivan. He was sleeping, and he we yes, were like, "Why yes, the hell are you yes, not yes, partying, man?" Yes, yes. So we called him up. Yeah, and I did it in this voice. You better get your pants <laughs> on. You better get your shirt tucked. You know, and right. we just kept on calling him, like, being like, oh, "Dude, yeah. get your ass out. We're gonna party." And he yeah. was just like. Fuck you! Yeah, I'm going. To- no, he was much. He was, no, he was angry. Was he angry? Yeah, but then we we got him up, and he came Finally, out. Finally, yeah. See, I mean, after five of those annoying calls, persistence, yeah. you can't what silence. If, a, can you imagine? You can't could, silence a hotel phone. I haven't thought about that that for ages, <laughs> and it made me it made me smile when I saw that. Text. We had a blast. You better get your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rachel's like reading a book. Oh, screw her. Fuck you, Rachel. I love her. I just met Esther her. Jacobs. Rachel Esther Jacobs, is it? Welcome to Skeletor's <laughs> Mansion. Do you have the sword of Grayskull? No. <laughs> no. Ah, shit. All right, we'll have to order out for for Indian then. 
You guys want to order Indian? Rachel! Yes. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel I'm going to get Indian It's later. me, Skeletor's chair. Do you eat Indian? When do you, when do you get Indian? What do you get, guys? Dude, I fucking love Indian. Chicken tiki makahani. Chicken tiki makahani. First of all, <laughs> second. Okay, hold on, let's get um, back to. So, Angley. So, do you remember this story that that Dimitri told on set? Of course. Because you know, Ang Ang is Which, so so. Actually, basically, Ang has this reputation where you know that if you are the number one on set, you know, the hero of the movie, then you must you know bend to Ang's number one will. On the call sheet. Yeah. Yeah. You you must need to, you you must you know Ang is there to direct you right and he needs your absolute attention yes so there was a and 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 Dimitri who was a very improvisational you know very silly funny guy was having a rough time because you know he's not he doesn't come from although I heard he did a re movie recently where he was amazing oh he's doing great he's fantastic yeah but at the time he was having a a rough time. Dealing with some of Ang's very strict direction. Right, right. And he, uh, I think, if I remember correctly, he hadn't really starred in a yeah. fiction movie. No, he, this was a big, big this movie was, for yeah, him. Yeah, and, and so Emotional. he was kind of learning what it's like to, you know, be in a movie. And yeah. I think Ang was a good a good but harsh teacher. Yeah. And so Ang was loved us, man. You know, Ang, Ang would just, like, look at us and just be like, the Earthlight players, yes, perfect, yes. Right, yeah. Because I'm wearing a loincloth underneath my clothes. Right. I, uh, he, he got a shirt. He, like, made a shirt. He was just like, I love the Earthlight <laughs> player. <laughs> Dilly, Earthlight forever, you know? And that's a, and he was, like, walking around. And But then I'd, you'd see him, like, counting, you know, the, the there would be, like, a big... It, we looked like we were in Woodstock, okay? The guy brought us back to Woodstock, all right? Totally, yeah. He, he, he was a time machine. He was a genius time right. machine. And you see that they're like, okay, there are moments where, how do you make it look like that? And you, and you see, oh, okay, so we're we're basically just told to improvise and have fun the whole time and live the yes. part, right? right so right. so okay, great, we're fucking Woodstock, fantastic. <laughs> and then you see Ang like walk out and just start counting, you know, the grass, right? Yeah, you know, with the grass so sheaths like, or whatever the yes. fuck. And so and like a PA will walk up to him and just be like. Are, are what's going on? Are we ready to go, or are we shooting? Or you, you know, and Ang would just, just be like, like, "Take a fine comb." There are, you know, do you know how many leaves there are on on the grass here under this tree? She'd be like, "I have no idea." She'd be like, "94. There are 94 <laughs> brown leaves." You know, and and she'd be like, "Oh God, oh God." So then, what, should there be more leaves? No, he'd be like, "It's supposed to be August." <laughs> you know, and then you see her running around collecting leaves. Now we can right. shoot. Right. So then Dimitri yeah. had the story. Because I, I knew Dimitri from taking Woodstock, and he and I were buddies. You know, yeah. We had a great time on that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then to see him kind of like moping sad on taking Woodstock was... Wait, wait. Did I say Take Me Home Tonight we did? Oh. So it was Take Me Home Tonight we did, and then we did so Taking Woodstock. So you were doing Woodstock. Taking Woodstock, and then you saw him on Taking Woodstock, and then we were doing together ta you <laughs> we were talked about Taking Woodstock. <laughs> no, we were doing Take Me Home Tonight. Oh. And he has a cameo in that. Oh, cool. And he's yeah. we, we had a great time. With Topher that. Yes, Grace. Topher yeah, Grace. So, and then, so we had a fucking blast on that, and then to see him moping around on Taking yeah. Woodstock, I was like, what's wrong, buddy? Because he was like, he would see him at lunch, and we'd all be like gregarious, and he'd right, be yeah. like off to the side like, sitting by himself <laughs> so like the earthlight players would come and like sit with him and and 
be like, dude, what's going on? And he was just like, man, I just had a crazy. And I don't know if he was oh, yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, we never knew. We don't know if he was kidding or right. how much he exaggerated, but this is the story that Dimitri told for posterity. For posterity. Um, so supposedly he said, man, I had a hard rehearsal with Ang today. And I said, what happened? He said, well, Ang, he he brought me <laughs> he brought me into his you know tent and uh, his teepee or whatever. <laughs> And he was he was boiling tea in a tea kettle, <laughs> and he hasn't. And, and Dimitri was already kind of shell shocked from this already, so Ang is just all, you know, gestures for Dimitri to sit down at the table, you know. And then Ang comes out and he puts a, a, a saucer and a thing of a, a cup of tea, you know, like an empty cup of tea in front of Dimitri, and then he just starts filling. <laughs> Wait, but wasn't it? The, I don't know if this will make any difference. Go ahead, you stop the, the whole story. story. Go ahead. Okay, um, but I think it was like a a clear glass. I don't think <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> well, because so. you get to see the the tea leaves. The tea leaves, man. Okay, okay go on. The tea swirling around. <laughs> what it was very evocative. No. So he starts pouring the tea into the clear fucking glass or yeah. whatever, and what happens is it starts overflowing. And the hot tea pours down onto the table, and and Ang says into Dimitri's ear, "Whatever happens, I just want you to just keep focusing on the glass, okay?" So, so the fucking the he continues to pour, pour, right? yeah. And the tea pours over, over on over the table onto Dimitri's lap, and Dimitri's like. It, it was like, was it burning? He was like, nah, it was kind of just warm, you know. But he's got like now he's got like soaked pants, and Dimitri's just like, I am not gonna fucking budge. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna sit here and get soaked by this tea. And then Ang goes and he gets like a business card. Yes, yeah. And he walks up to Dimitri, who's just staring down at the glass. So he takes the business card and he puts it in front of Dimitri, right? And and it says on the card, focus. My memory. No, wait, wait. <laughs> it says focus, right? And 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 Dimitri's looking at the card. It says focus, and then then Ang flips the card over, and it says Ang lead director. <laughs> and he takes the card, and yeah, he takes okay. all go, 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 of go, go, the go. liquid that's on the table. That was that was what I. Was that's what you're saying. And then yeah, he yeah. brushes all of the liquid that's still on the table that hasn't yet gotten onto Dimitri's lap onto Dimitri's lap. Yes. And then Ang says to Dimitri, if you had done anything other than staring at the cup of tea, I would have been very angry. Now go change your pants. <laughs> I know it took forever to tell that story, but whether it's but true or not, it's, I love it. Yeah, it's a great story. I and love it. Oh man, there's a lot of hair hanging from this mic, huh, Nick? <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> no, it's not my mic. Oh shit! I keep turning my. You know how you like, 
you're just like habitually turn your phone on or oh, off. Yeah, that's like what an I asshole. better do. I better yeah. shut mine off. Yeah, you better shut yours off. They gave me an issue last time with my phone. <laughs> well, do you, how often do you do the off. complete shut off? How often do I do a complete shut off? Yeah. I can't anymore now that I have children. I can never shut my phone off that, anymore. Well, why do I have to shut my phone off? What do you be, No, children. you have to put it on you vibrate, you motherfucker. I have it on vibrate and ringers. And speaking of vibrate and, and ringings, welcome to the 4D. Welcome to the 4D experience. What happened? The 4D experience. Yes. Wait, I didn't hear any of the last thing you said. Vibrates and ringdings. <laughs> Vibrating no, ringdings. Me, yes, for me to Okay, hear so it you should introduce yourself. What's up? I'm Lauren Francesca. Hello. And who are you? You know, you're you're back for I'm more. I'm back, Matt Shear. Hello. Matt Shear. Um, these two lovely people are are wonderful uh, actors that I know that I've known for uh, over five years, six years each. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Everybody working. Nikki, I know a very long time. Uh, Nikki D. Nikki D, I know yes. you, man, since 2000. All you guys, right? At least, right? Yeah. All you guys. We're in my movie, Don Peyote, which is something that you all have in common. And I think Ashley's coming later. She was also in uh, Taking Woodstock. And, and she, Don Peyote, right? Yeah, she's yeah. exactly. So she, I, I like to put my friends in stuff. Uh, Nikki and I, not everybody saw in the movies, but Nikki and I, Nikki, what did we see? We saw Morgan. Well, we saw, uh, in this order, we saw uh, War Dogs. Oh, yeah. With Jonah Hill and... Uh, Miles Teller, who I didn't know his name. I had to find out who his name was. Because, I'm proud of you, Nikki. Because I thought he was actually a little better than Jonah Hill. Oh, well. Interesting. Okay, and then we saw the great Morgan, which was my choice. You like that one? Well, I love Paul, Paul Giamatti. Wait, is it called The Great Morgan? Or no, Morgan? it's just called Morgan. Morgan. You okay. really dig this movie, and it's great parts, two great parts for women in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were out, really outstanding. What did yeah. you huh. say? Where did you guys girls? see it? Where did we see that one? Like, I have no recollection. Brooklyn. We saw it in Brooklyn at Cobble yeah. Hill. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's it about? Oh, it's a sci-fi. Tell us, Nikki. Sci-fi. It is? Uh, sci-fi, and it's about... Uh, it's kind of like Deus, Ma- the Deus no, Ex Machina about, uh, that was out. Growing, yes, Deus Ex Machina. Growing, ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex, ex Machina. Yes, Ex Machina. You know that movie well, where yes, with yes. The, she was a robot. Right, with the beautiful robot. Right, and this one she is they, a clone. They, they clone her. It's oh, a, that's it's so a, cool. It's all about cloning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. they got it to like a really great... Giamatti. A really great Giamatti place, plays this. You know? Giamatti's in one scene. I love, I love Giamatti. <laughs> he's, oh, did I blow it for everybody? No, he's there's a lot of spoilers. He's in more than one scene, but go ahead. He's in like one and a half scenes. So they Giamatti comes in. And he's a psychiatrist trying to see if the clone is, you know, can we let her out into the world? Right. You know, she's fucking killed people well, by having, accident. She's having some problems. You just made he, his face right now. Did I? Yeah, you just made his face. Weird. She's so, having some emotional I, problems. I, you, I, I live in Brooklyn, and I've seen Giamatti walking around on the streets. And he always looks like he's what we call in the acting world tough acting to acting, which is like he's <laughs> a, acting in his head. You know, he's acting inside his head. Oh, <laughs> and, and he always looks like he's like, it's always like some, I always see him, and he, it looks like some tragic scene, and he's yeah. got this, this look on his face of, like, horror, terror, you know? He's in Poseidon 5, and, you know? That's, wow. It's fucked up, right? I always, that's a, maybe he's just trying to avoid me or something. Yeah. He's like, oh, here comes Fogler. Ah! And he does this, like, crazy face. Man. Oh, and the third film we saw, we can go, we could jump back to the first one or to the second one. But the third film was the great Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, Seven, which uh, 
Have you seen all? Have you seen the Seven Samurai? Yes, you have. Yes. Oh, that's great. And then you and you've also seen Magnificent Seven with Yul Brynner I'm and an everybody on that film. You like that movie? Yes, I'm an authority on that film. I can't hear you, Nikki. I'm trying to. Where am I? Talk, Nikki. Yes. There's okay. everybody. Okay. Yes, I'm yeah. an authority on that film. <laughs> Good. Thank uh, God. Yeah. 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 And then and then uh, and of course my buddy Chris Pratt's in that movie, who everybody loves. Uh, I got a crazy Chris. Let's talk about. <laughs> Mac, you guys want to talk about Magnificent Which Seven one first? Which you want to go? I want to hear the Chris Pratt. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to okay. hear the Chris Pratt story too. <laughs> Beautiful Chris Pratt story. Chris Pratt is. Um, I have nothing bad to ever say about this gentleman. We were in the movie Take Me Home tonight, together, and we and I saw he and you know. Uh, Anna Faris, like they're married, you know. I saw that beautiful th- thing happen. Oh you know? my god, that's so cool! Yeah, and and um, and so I they still together, yeah, married, children, the whole shebang. Oh, and wow. it's, it's a kid, you know, and and I think it's beautiful. And let me tell you the story. So I'm at I'm at <laughs> the Four Seasons, you know, one of the first times I'm out in LA after Take Me Home Tonight, apparently. And uh, so I'm at the Four Seasons and I'm sitting. I just get into my hotel room. I was flying the whole fucking night. I was on a red eye. I get into the hotel room and I, and I put on my like pajamas, you know. And I sit down and I and I have an apple, you know. And I carve out the apple and I start smoking some pot. As soon as I'm smoking pot, there's this fucking alarm going off. It's just like, we don't know what this could be. It could be a bomb. It could be fire. And we're just here to scare the <laughs> fuck out of you. That like a fire alarm. So they just, no, but it was just like a voice. It wasn't anything. That was like, vacate yeah. the building immediately. Right. It could be a bomb. It, so immediate, so I'm, I'm like, it, I'm like floating now because of how scared I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, ha, and, you know, I just smoked. So I'm just like, what's going on? It's like, take, take nothing. Go outside. So what do I do? I go outside. I grab my fucking phone and I just run outside in my fucking pajamas standing there with all the rest of the hotel. Right? <laughs> so now we're out there and the bomb squad's fucking coming. And I send out no. a text. Yes, I send that. And everyone from the hotel is standing outside. And they say it's a trick that maybe the paparazzi do that. Nice. They think someone's in there, so they try to draw them out. Wow. Fucking cr- in this day and age, TMZ? scary fucking <laughs> scary shit. So I'm good. out there. I have I'm I'm out there, and I have one bar or like one little. I have no energy left on my phone, so I send out one text, like a mass text to all my friends, like all my friends in L.A. I have just been kicked out. I'm of the uh, of the four seasons. There was some kind of threat, bomb threat. I'm in my fucking pajamas. I have no money. <laughs> you know, I'm just I just they just told me to leave. You know, help me. And my phone is dying. Help. So who comes out of everybody Chris I know Pratt. in L.A.? Chris Pratt. Beautiful Chris Pratt and Anna drive up in five minutes. They're just like, hey, man, how you doing? Fucking I'm in their car driving around. They, he, he's a true hero. He saved me that day. <laughs> out of all my friends, I got friends that are like family out there. He was there. Little, little do they know that you caused the fire alarm to go up. No, no. <laughs> well, it could have been me. No, that's you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever hot boxed or anything like that, but I have never set off a fire alarm ever with pot smoke ever, except that one time. No, never, <laughs> never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever, ever. I've never done it. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you ruined that story for me. I'm a dick now. <laughs> no, but the point of the story is, Chris Pratt's a fucking real hero, and he's like, in that movie. <laughs> he's in Magnificent Seven. How do you do? Ah, oh, he's great. You know, he's always great. 
uh, he and he, because here's there are the a lot thing. of he like, really does what he does, man. He's a fucking he can hunt. Like I always said, <laughs> he can hunt. I always said, yeah, <laughs> he could do a, five things. <laughs> I he, he, yeah, he, he it's like the, anyway, he 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 can do a lot of shit, man. Like when 2012 was happening and. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, if the shithouse does go up in flames, <laughs> I'm going to call Chris Pratt because the man knows how to live off of the earth. Yeah. You know, he's fucking hardcore. Like, the, he, like the, he's been on talk shows, like, talking about, like, how he would survive. Like, and I believe it, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he knows how Is he, like, a wilderness person or is he just an actor? He's, like, the, he's... One of the greatest improvisational and uh, serious actors I've ever come across, and I'm, I'm not surprised that he's getting the success that he's getting because, you know, he was on Parks and Rec, right? Yep. And he was just a buffoon on that fucking show. And I'm watching him on that show, knowing what he did in Take Me Home Tonight, knowing that this guy's range is just fucking huge, and now he's, you know... Now he's Rock Hudson. And now he's Rock fucking Hudson. Was Rock Hudson? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that <laughs> analogy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, <coughs> but he is based but, on the Han Solo. Me, but talking about, he's based know, on basically the Han Solo in the Seventh Samurai, right? He's like the Han Solo character. Well, he's more like the Steve the, McQueen character. Yeah, the drunk uh, in, hero in in uh, yeah the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, Kurosawa. I, mean, I didn't. Kurosawa did the Seven Samurai, right? And he mm-hmm. fucking Han Solo. I just, you know, Han Solo was based on these characters, the the Hidden Fortress. You know, these well, are the all Magnificent Seven. Exactly, was definitely. But that's where them. he was born. That Han Solo character was born. That's the one that Chris is playing. Mm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and that's Steve McQueen, man. And yeah. he, and, so you know, yeah. for me, We're to you find know, the etymology for me, this is like <laughs> this is like holy. Uh, you know, the Magnificent Seven to me is like. Like the holy grail of westerns, and, really. And for, I, I was just gonna just dissect this movie for you because. Go ahead, please. Um, dissect it for me, please. You know, okay, so we we'll just exclude uh, Denzel Washington right now, and, Why? and you, Brenner. We'll we'll just keep them on the side. Oh, I see. Okay, so then you go to your friend Chris Pratt. Okay. He is jumping in the shoes of Steve McQueen. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it just doesn't work. Now the second guy. That That's they, it. That's all you have to say. Well, I'm, I'm, he wasn't charming enough for it, you. Know, he, I'm you know, he, fight for him. He, I know he was okay, but I mean, let me, I'm just going to go down to. But you're right. Seven. He's not Steve McQueen. Yet. He wasn't he nowhere near it. I'm sorry. Okay. Rock Hudson, okay, now, maybe. N- now, yeah. not, even, not even Rock Hudson. Then you go to the 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 Latino. I mean, you go to uh, you go to. Is that his full name? <laughs> you, know, you go to where where he finds the second. Seven, second out of seven, and he was actually pretty good. But what was his name? Yeah, his name is uh, I can't pronounce it. Is uh, <laughs> pronounce it, Nikki. I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it. Your pronunciation is. I just just give me the jizz of it. That's what he says. Yeah. Instead of the gist, he says, "Give me the, the jizz. jizz." He says, "Give me the jizz of it." Wow, uh, his name is. Uh, <laughs> it's an idiot. I can't even say it. Just fucking say it, dude. Garcia. That's fine. Yeah. Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Ruffalo or something like that. You know nah, what I mean? That wasn't his now, actually, I liked him. Yeah. But he's filling the shoes of Charles Bronson. Yikes. So that's come hard. On, it's hard. I mean? That's like forget about it. Charles Bronson was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we go to the Ethan Hawke character, which was the third. 
I love the, Ethan. The third of the seven. I think he's believable. And now you're taking <laughs> Ethan Hawke, and he <laughs> he is jumping into the shoes of Robert Vaughn. Okay. Okay, which, okay. Uh, oh, Robert yeah, yeah. Vaughn was right, amazing right. also in this. If you first see... Yeah. If you first, for the first time you see The Magnificent Seven, you say, wow, this guy is a coward. He's hiding something in him that he's a coward, and he's he can't kill anybody anymore. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so then after that, you go to a character that's really not in. Well, actually he is, but the guy that's the martial artist with the knives. Okay, yeah. Okay? His name, he's a, the oriental guy. Uh, oh, wait, you didn't just say that, did you? Oh, the, the Asian guy. Thank you, Nicky. He's getting there. <laughs> He's getting there. He's figuring it out. Okay, well, you can't. Nicky, yeah. Jesus. Okay. He's from. Take whatever your time, Nicky. Is, it's his radio, or whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah. I, okay, so he's filling the shoes. Yeah. Of I love this, of Charles Bronson. I mean, not Charles Bronson. Uh, Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> um, what's his name? Come on. Spartacus Jackson. James Colburn. James he's following. He's filling those shoes. And those Jack shoes Bowman, are yeah. like, forget it, really hard. Of to who's? The dad, you know, the dad from Affliction. The, okay, so he's the knife uh -huh. guy, right? The dad from James Colburn. Oh, sure. <laughs> that whole movie, oh, yeah, Affliction, Manuel was just Garcia. a lot of growling. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. This is, this is Nick Nolte <laughs> trying to get Nicky to get to the point. Young Hun Lee. Young Hun Lee. Young, it, young, young Hung Lee. Lee. Good for him. Okay, and he is filling the the shoes I'm of sure the great Charles. I mean, the first. Uh, you fucking. I, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of him, Lauren? I think he's awesome. You like what Nicky's doing? <laughs> I, I loved him and Tom Peyote. Yeah. You were awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Nicky anyway, got into so, it. So there's a lot Nikki of, there's a lot of character, there's a lot of these people that are jumping <laughs> in to, um, to like, you know, first of all, Magnificent is considered one of the top 10 films of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. if you know that. Do you I think, think I know it? So. Is it your favorite Western? He, it's one of them. It's the one what's, of the What's top, better? Well, uh. I like. Oh, I mean, of course. Well, I like those great movies that that Gary Cooper did uh, and, and High Noon. Ooh, and, yeah. uh, your favorite, one of your favorites, uh, Ten to Yuma. What is it? Uh, oh, Three Ten to Yuma. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the other one. I only know, I only oh, know the, the new one, one was quite the, good. And yeah. then the great uh, yeah. John Wayne movies. Mm -hmm. you oh, know, sure. they, they were, and the John Ford directed movies. Right, right, right. They were amazing. Oh, yeah, okay. yes. But okay, Stage so now coach. you go to the other two characters Stage that I want to talk about, is, <laughs> which was made up. I mean, they, Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Okay, let's was, talk about Vincent for a second. Don't talk to him about Let's not talk too because much. Because I about love him. Vincent. I Well, I don't. You don't like Vincent? No. Okay, I like Vincent. I like his acting because it's very unpredictable. Yes. Okay. Okay. I okay. mean, I'm not knocking his acting. I'm now just you're expecting him. he's like he's playing a big guy. I don't know who he's supposed to be playing in he, Magnificent Seven. No, he he that's a new character, kind of. You know. Oh, he's a new character. Yeah. He's well, not a, a, well, weren't there seven of them? Yeah, there were seven of them, but he, he I don't know who he, who you can compare that character in the movie. Yeah. There's a there's a, there's a, his name. So is, anyway, so he's this big guy in the movie. You guys are you guys are like trading texts over here. Well, no, no, no. no I was... We're just looking up Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, oh, okay. I remember him. <laughs> you guys, he's not, on that yeah. show. What's well, that he's show he's playing on? Hoist. He's playing Hoist. What show was was he's Vincent D'Onofrio? Brumholz. Uh, he's playing Daredevil? Hoist Brumholz. Yes, he yeah, plays yeah, exactly. 
He's uh, Wilson he's Fisk. So there well, well, I go so way check back it out. with so him, but I'll let you go. I know first. you have a story, and I want to hear it. Yes, and he's great. At, you know, I love him. You know, he's in Men in Black. He's like, give me the sugar guy. He's so he's like crazy and active. Sugar. So now you you expect him to go over the top, but also make it grounded, which I love. Now this movie. In particular, I don't know how I feel about it, but he's this big fucking guy. He's like this hulking dude, and you expect him to come up and just be like, I'm going to kick your ass. And the voice he has is, when I did this, I feel a little bit. He's like one of these old sure. weather. Especially in I the just, beginning. I just was up there, and I was, God told me the gold was here, so I got the gold. And I'm just, and you're just looking at this guy, and he's like, really? That's the choice? All right. He's like, no one's going to argue with him. He's Huge, you know. He looks like he's about to, like he's like a tree that's about to go timber. You know, he's fucking, he's fucking. This guy is amazing to watch. But the voice, Nikki, I don't know. Uh, What's could, your story with him? Well, What's before, your story before with him, we get into D'Onofrio, we got to talk. No, we you got, got a story. I want to hear the fucking well, story. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a story. But you got Peter Sarsgaard who is jumping into the shoes okay. of the the immaculate and the great Eli Wallach. Right, of course. Aye. Okay. So I didn't really like what he did, but his, some of his... I know, everyone's up against Now, you want to hear the story or not? Denzel. I want to hear Denzel. You, you hear like this? Denzel? Yeah, I love Denzel. So he's the one good thing you liked about the movie. Oh. You thought he'd kick Yul Brenner's fucking bald ass. Well, Yul Brenner was pretty fucking good, too. I but, know, but all he did was, was sit was... and stand, and he just got upright and look at how look at how I walk. He, but Denzel... Denzel was... So... He brings a whole fucking... Yeah, he brought a, he brought a pretty new dimension in it, yeah. and it was good because it was a different story. It was a whole different written yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, Yul was just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to kill all the people who come here. That's it. I don't need a reason. <laughs> I don't need... There's people here... They're they're getting shot at. That's obvious. So I'm just going to be here and look good and kill people. That's it. That's all I need. To, that's all I need to tell anyone. <laughs> Do you want to join me? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. That's yeah. that's how it is. That movie. Yeah. It's so simple. Mm. It's like yeah, they're fucking. They're guys with guns and they want to protect things. Yeah. You know. Well, they want to protect. Uh, you know. That's what's right. That's what's right. Everyone has their reasons. I don't care. I don't care what your reason is. You're drunk. You're happy. You like to shoot things. Come with me. That's all it is. But everyone's got a whole fucking story with all the, you know, everyone. Now it's a modern. You're movie. drunk. Yeah, exactly. You're drunk like me. You like to shoot. You like cards. Come, come with me. You like a horse. You like my favorite thing. We saw this in 4D. Oh, so please we're watching tell us. this movie in 4D, and every time there's a horse, the fucking chair's shaking. There's wind, and Nikki is acting like we we're riding okay, those fucking horses. Nikki, you ever heard of the, the term peripheral vision? Yes, yes, I have it. I can see you doing all oh, the when you're sitting off to the well, side, even like seven rows down. No, was, your arms can extend to me. I was one so he's acting away like he's you. on he's on a he's every time there's a fucking there's a lot of horses in this movie. Every time there's a horse, the chair's going and Nikki is acting like he's got reins. He's on reins. And he puts his arms out like he's, you know, Kevin Costner. You know, and he says, Oh, yes, I love it. And and, and he's hitting me from five rows away. He's hitting me with his hands. How'd that feel, Nikki? How did it feel? I felt that I he loved it. it. That's what we he loves four D love man. Uh-huh. This is there's t- let me tell you something about four D. There's a moment. There's always a moment during a four D movie where just like you're like being jostled around and you're just like oh fuck I just want to watch it. I'm my eyes <laughs> I can't focus. You know I like the buzzing yeah. but 
Yeah, yes. you gave it to me a couple of times. You what like, do you mean I gave I it? I fell asleep during a 4D movie once. So did I. I swear to God. Well, you did? Yes. Okay, yeah. so. I'm well, not going to say which one. one. I'll say. So because what, which one was it? It was uh, uh, 47 Ronin, I think it was called. It was like oh, the Keanu Reeves Ronin. movie. You fell asleep in I fell asleep, yeah. You, we, uh, we're choosing this movie on two yawns. <laughs> two yawns. Any more yawns, <laughs> it's not good. We got Are you we making had, this up now? Nicky's no, we had. I watched you had two yawns. Uh, two yawns. If it was any more than two yawns. Stop saying yawns. Okay. I want to hear it five more times, Cody. Good. What's another if, word for yawn? You know, like a yawn. No, there's no yeah. other word. <sighs> no, no, that's the sound. What's the, what's the, you know another word for yawn? I don't believe there is one. Bring oxygen into your Rachel? body. Rachel, you come on, mouth. look it up. Now I have to know. All right, I don't mouth, think there is one, though. You open your mouth and you bring putting oxygen in your body. Okay, but getting back to, you want to hear the Vincent D'Onofrio story? <laughs> yes. Yeah, more really than anything, yeah, I really right? do. Tell me the fucking story. Okay, now this is when we became friends. Oh, we were friends. We oh, were friends. Oh. He was going to send a tape to the to the late Stanley Kubrick. Stanley is he related <laughs> to Stanley? Stanley, Stanley okay, Kubrick. Okay, okay. When he was alive, or yeah, for okay. the film Full Metal Jacket. Oh, when he was, when oh, he was wow, dead. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he sent him this. It would have been interesting. He sent him this tape, and. <laughs> Kubrick sent him back a what role? A, a letter. The role that he was he he played. Uh, you wrote for the same role? No, he, he no. Oh, he, he's in it. Yeah. The, the, oh yeah, he plays uh, oh, right, Goma. Right. The plays the Goma pile. Yeah, he gets hit with all the soap. Okay. The guy yeah, goes yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, to make a long story short, Kubrick sent him back and he says, "If you can gain some weight." Uh, you got the part. Oh, this is D'Onofrio. By, yeah. by D'Onofrio was a very thin guy. Right, yeah. okay. By letter. Yeah, he says, if wow. you can gain he some weight. He sent him a letter? That works. Wow. And Vincent D'Onofrio gained 65 pounds for that And role. you were there for that. And I was there for that. You watched him eat? I watched him eat what at 4.30 eat? in the morning. Oh my stuffing God. Ha- hot dogs. In his, like five hot Ew. dogs. In his, wow. At 4.30 in the Stop morning. Stop doing that. Stop making that gesture. I just I can see him doing and, it with you doing that. He gained the fucking sixty five pounds, and it was amazing. Anyway, we had a handshake, and we says whoever makes it first will help out mm-hmm. the other guy. I said, oh, that's that's a wonderful thing. That's a nice thing, you know, because we were pretty close, mm-hmm. you know. And he went off and did that movie, and we never spoke again. Oh. Until. He did, did he move to Los movie Angeles? You like, uh, you know, where he's sugar. Oh, oh, Men, Men in Black. Men in Black. I went on the set of Men in Black, right? Yeah. And he wouldn't come out to see me. What? He, yeah, he wouldn't come out to say hello. So how, why was that until then? If that was, was the last time I saw him. And then oh. I saw him on the street a couple of times. Okay. And it was like, you know, am I going to tell this guy that, you know, and I just... I refrained and yeah. I just let him go nah, on. Oh, and then it own. happened also when he's he on his own trip, after his like his fifth year at Law and Order, right? He was he became gigantic in Law and Order. He became, okay, yeah. He became like the television one of the biggest stars on television. I and I went so, to yeah. I went on the set of that, and I said, oh, "Tell Vincent to come out. I'm I'm Nicky D. I'm an old friend of his." <laughs> yeah. And he told, you know, the AD. I would tell the person that's in, ch- in charge of it. He says, I can't come out because I'm learning my lines, and I'll see you around. And that was it. And that was the last time I kind of like kind of tried to follow him. You know, when I used to hear he was there or here. And uh, what a coward. That's too bad. There's another story, too, but uh, what is that one? A, a guy pulled a knife. 
Whoa. He was <laughs> at, at, the, at the Ritz, right? On him? Yeah, okay. on, on him. And he ran. He ran? And he says, he's got a knife. And he ran away. And what did you do? He, well, I was the doorman. He was, like, doing security inside. Whoa. Yeah, he says, I'll do security. And they made me the doorman, and I was the maitre d'. And he would... And it was a little rough back then. They didn't have no, uh, where you walk through, metal detectors, and no one was wanding people, and the Lower East Side still had that air of danger. And then uh, then he got beat up Whoa. on Houston Street, like really? by five guys. Really? Five guys attacked him. Why? He was just walking on on, on Houston Street, and they... <laughs> they uh, they, he, oh, had, he had a, he, he had a, had a bad attitude. Yeah, he had a yeah, yeah. real bad attitude. But anyway, I love his acting. I think yeah. he was phenomenal when he did Orson Welles. Yeah, sure. When he played Orson Welles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this part really kind of threw me a little because it was looked like he was trying to really show off a little. You think so? Yeah. Would you, Dan, would you call that tenac- fast acting tenactin? What he was doing? Yeah, just fast acting to The way yeah, I think he's, he's describing it. Fast acting to is when you're walking down the street, literally <laughs> yeah, walking true. down the street, post or pre audition, uh-huh. or, or just like thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're out there, and you catch yourself going through how either the audition went. Yeah. That's tough acting to act. Uh, yeah, always... sorry, tough acting to act, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like. Ethan, and I've seen Paul Ethan Hawk. do that. Ethan Hawke didn't do it for me. Ethan, I love Ethan. He didn't do it for me. I'm oh sorry. man, I like him a lot. And uh, wait, and, so and d- the martial artist with the with the I like knives. seeing him. So as a whole, he, he yeah. didn't do it for me. So did, as a whole, the did you guys things. like it? I I did like it, but I, it wasn't epic. Like uh, <laughs> epic. it wasn't. I can't. You can't compare it to the original. Because Kira, oh, well, you know, well, Kira if it was really was great, name. they would be comparing to it. Let's face facts here. If it was really great. <laughs> Magnificent Seven, you know, the Seventh Samurai is epic, and then you have Magnificent Seven, you know, with Yul Brynner. That's and one of a kind. You one can't of a compare kind. those. One, you know. And you know what was missing? It's hard to You know what was missing in, in, in this them. remake of Magnificent Seven? What? The whole thing was they came to help the people of the town. Right. And this town, it was... White settlers. Bunch of white people. Bunch of white people, Mormons type, you know what I mean? And in the original, it was a, a little Mexican town that grew corn and, you know, they had their little families growing and their all their little girls running around and and That's yeah. a strange and, choice. And, and the children that especially the, the for Latino the new one. and the children, especially the Latino boys that took care of Charles Bronson when he passed away. <laughs> Wow. You know, it was really great. And they only show one te- one close-up on that little boy, on that one boy in the new one. They show, you know, he's just standing there. He's like, oh, who are these guys? You know what I mean? What do you guys think I'm of Jonah sorry. Hill? You like him? Jonah Hill. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, glad you brought actor. that up. Yeah, he's. I've, I've met him before. He's yeah, what did really you think nice. of him? Uh, was I, he nice to you? Yeah, he was really nice. I mean, I'm a girl, so I don't know if it's like, there you go. yeah, if there's a difference. But he was really nice. Um, he's tall. Yeah. Yeah, he's tall. Everyone he, was like, taller than me, but I was like, I was at like Crafty, and like he bumped into me. What movie was it? It was Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, you were in that. Y- yeah, I got cut out though. Oh, okay. But like, so 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 he like bumped into me with like peanut butter and jelly. It was really funny. Was that the same day that he had the prosthetic penis in his uh, pants? No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, he there's a scene where he jerks off in the movie, but oh. he, I haven't seen it. You gotta see it. I know. Yeah. 
Um, because you made, I saw your face when I said that, and yeah, you should see it. Man. I know, I know. It's uh, so he hit, so he hits you with food, was, and he said sorry. Yeah, yeah, but we'd lie. He's cool. He was yeah. really. He was like nice about it, and he was like laughing. He wasn't like I don't know. He wasn't. He was like normal. He wasn't yeah. like I know. I've seen some people like have their assistants like run around. Like he was yeah. like normal. I went to a party with. Uh, uh, I went to a party at Seth Rogen's house once, just to drop a million names here. <laughs> to, at Seth Rogen's house, it was like a Halloween party. And I get there, and I guess, you know, Quentin Tarantino, they, fucking everyone was there. Oh, my God. And Jay Baruchel was there. He's my buddy from Fanboys. I went with Kyle, so that was it. With Love that, Jay. With, with, with that crew, yeah. We got to get him on the show. So I go to see Jonah Hill, who I'm like kind of amazed that he's as tall as he is and kind of hulking, right? He's bigger than you think he is, you know? I thought he was my, more my size. Hey, there's Ashley. So I go to so I go to um, another Earthlight player. So I go to shake his hand. He doesn't even fucking look at me. He didn't even look me in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was Who? weird. I hate people. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. His Jonah. mom reached now, out to okay, me. Okay, if you want to talk about, about She's a manager. His oh, really? mom is a manager, yeah. She reached out to me like years ago. I was like talking to her back and forth. She's interesting. Well, you told me an interesting good story actor. about Jonah Hill. What? About his father uh, put, helping him in movies. Well, yeah, his mother is a manager. Yeah. His father is, mo- yeah. And, oh, uh, his mother. Yeah, up. I think his father is also an accountant to the stars. He's, yeah, right? you told That's, me. Yeah. yeah, he's connected. Yeah, he's very connected. Very connected. Um, anyway, anyway, in this movie War Dogs, he uh, accountants are really helpful. Yeah, really? No, in the business. Well, he's yeah, exactly. Are you well, an accountant no, too? I'm kidding. No, no, they are. <laughs> fucking, if you're if you're an accountant I, to uh, all the uh, to you know, the stars, the, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess you you sort of know everybody. handle you know everybody, handle everybody's business. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's very heavy in this movie. Oh my god! I always take oh my note of god. that because if you want to talk you know, about Jonah Hill, I mean, I I like some of his early movies. It looked like, like his legs were going to break. Moneyball, Moneyball, I liked him in. I didn't see that. And and also, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street. He was pr- pretty good. But this movie, the prosthetic teeth. I haven't seen a big time actor the size of him since the, the since the great one, Jackie Gleason. And you said he was bigger than Gleason. And he was fucking bigger than Gleason, man. That he didn't guy, look healthy. And the guy's younger than the, yeah, he's, he, How old well, is he? He's not that. He's, well, he's. He, I've seen him lose weight, and yeah. then after he lost weight. He blew up again, yeah, yeah. and he. he they but in this movie in particular, the, uh, it's like they put the the, the air pose on him, and they just went. Shh. It was like an insurance risk. He was. I don't know if the guy. It was based on a true story. I don't know if the main guys. The main guy was supposed to be that heavy. Maybe he was. But he, maybe the real yeah, story. I don't was. think so. I think he was just. This is where I. Uh, this is who I am, and this is. Yeah. It. And uh, he didn't try to conceal it at all. He had some good moments in, the, uh, in that film, War Dogs. Oh, he's right. a great actor. He, I'm yeah. not, no, I mean, at his side, aside, I feel like no he, matter where he's at, yeah, he, you know, with his can, weight, he's always oh, funny and compelling. That's compelling. The great, the great, yeah. Jack, the yeah. great one, Jackie Gleason. There was nobody better and bigger than him. You know, Dom... Dom uh, <laughs> DeLuise. DeLuise. Yeah. He, he, was a little, he was a lot Orson. smaller. Jackie Gleason was... He would fill that door way. Doorway that he would fill that doorway. Oh you know yeah, I mean uh, he was like huge. Brando, Brando, Brando yeah. Later on, uh, Brando, yeah, right, yeah. But uh, he, no one was yeah, like the great gain one. Weight. Uh, I, I'm, I, yes, great I'm one. pretty sure. Give me another ten years, I'm gonna be gigantic. No, you won't. It's huge. And, and, and this like guy Brando, Miles, I thought this guy. I didn't know chins. anything. You know, you guys know anything about Miles Teller? Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, what do you know about? He did him? that movie with J.K. Simmons with the drummer. Uh, right. Uh, what the fuck is I that? I love called? that. Rachel. 
movie called? Uh, Whiplash. No. Whiplash. 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 Yeah. Oh, I got a Whiplash. word for Jeez. you, by the way. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Oh. Pandiculation. Uh-huh. Of course. So, so it's, it's a, when you're stretching and yawning in the morning. There you hey. go. That, that's almost like Zoftic. Zoftix means what we're talking Huge. about, Jonah Hill. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is... Pendiculation applies to everyone. I mean, you don't... Okay, but anyway. What uh, happened there? We had a... We had a <laughs> We had a clusterfuck of Wait, yeah, what, uh, were, of we, what were we asking, no, we Rachel? Oh, Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. Whiplash. Whiplash. Yawning. Have you guys well, seen Whiplash? Yeah, I saw Whiplash. Yeah. You know, I really yeah, enjoyed him in this film. That. Whiplash was amazing. No, I yeah. really enjoyed him in War Dogs. Yeah, he's he very good. He really held his... I think he's always good. He's a smart, he was intelligent real, And he's a good-looking guy with a little bit of ruggedness <laughs> yeah, in him. He's quirky-looking. He's another guy who's taller than you think he is. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's tall, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of tall, tall guys. You, uh, it's funny. You think they're when you when you think they're normal, they're tall. When you think they're yeah, you know, you think small, they're, they're normal size. Exactly. Yeah, I I once uh, like Martin Sheen, right? Yeah, that guy. Because I'm five seven, right? Martin Sheen. I saw him walking toward me. It was crazy. It was like his head got bigger and his body got smaller. <laughs> so by the time he got to me, he came, he was like up to my elbow. Yeah. And and he was just, and he looked <laughs> up at me with that huge. face, you know. Yeah. His head is huge. His head is huge. And I, well that's what we were I was talking just about shocked. once before. Big great actors, most of them have huge heads. Huge. You know Leonardo DiCaprio's head should be on <laughs> the size of a guy my size. And I'm six eight. Well he's tall though. But he's like six one ish, you know what I mean? But he has a head. The size of a guy that should be six eight. That's true. He's huge. He's got a moon. Like, like a Vince moon. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is There's six a moon five. That satellites He's got the head of size of a Vince Vaughn. Very small. And moon. Vince Vaughn's you know six six. So what's the relationship between acting and head size? Well, the frame. Close ups. You fill up the uh-huh. entire frame. Yeah. Well, and if Jonah, you're, lot, lot if your at. head is filling up the entire frame, yeah. then the audience, the audience can only look at you. And, and then they, you know, that was yeah, one I good thing that's... about this movie, <laughs> uh, the Magnificent Seven. You know, and also with War Dogs. I mean, Jonah normal he- size heads. Jonah Hill. Giant Jonah heads? Hill's head was giant. Oh, and it was even more giant. Yeah, because he had flaps. And Denzel's head was giant. Do you think Denzel got a big head? Well, he's a pretty big guy. Is he? He's, yeah, he's not small. Not small. He's Denzel. Yeah, he's, he's Denzel. No, Denzel does have a big head to also. He's all these actors, all these big time actors. Fuck, I gotta go Rock get. Hutt, it. You talk about Rock Hudson. I gotta get head Rock implants. Rock Hudson had a head on him. I gotta get head implants, Jesus. don't I? Yeah. Is my I'm head big? I'm thinking the same thing Your head is not right small, now. buddy. I know. I got an okay size head, you but got, it's not big by any means. Well, it's, I think it's <laughs> it's passable. It's, I don't get complaints. No, yeah. You, you got a good you, size head. You got. Thank you. Thanks, man, Lauren. Yeah, you're perfect. Thanks. Yeah, you do. But let's not check it you by any means. I don't have a Travolta. You got a, you got yeah, a good, yeah, but Leo ha, Leo has a huge head. <laughs> huge. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. Yeah. yeah. Does he? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's count off all the huge-headed people. Oh, <laughs> well, wow. we, we named a lot of Jesus them already. Rick uh, Moranis. Uh, you, know, uh, you know who had a big head? Tim Allen. Tim Allen has an enormous head. John, the late John Belushi had a big head also. Did he? Oh, yeah. How big was his head? Was that makes sense to me. How tall was John? Not too big. Not too tall. Pretty on the squatty side. Squatty side? Yeah, maybe a little shorter than you, man. You're kidding. And his head was bigger? His head was big, man. Fuck. He had a big head. Weird. Yeah. Oh, you know what I saw last night that I, I wanted to bring up? 
the most incredible documentary on Gene Wilder. Oh, where? With Alex Baldwin. Where? In 2008. Speaking of big heads. So he has a big head. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Perfect intro. <laughs> Who? No, Gene Wilder? Gene, no, but <laughs> Alex Baldwin. But Alex Baldwin did this incredible interview with Gene Wilder. I mean, you gotta That's go. Wonderful. Got all, You gotta go online. I want to see that. You gotta go wanna, online I, I, and yeah. see it. It's on Netflix. It's on YouTube or something. Or? What well, was on the uh, IFC channel last okay. night? The old, old movie it. channel. Oh my god! I oh, go and watch it was. It. I love Gene Wilder. It was. Gene Wilder is one of my favorites. What, what, oh, what, what era, Gene Wilder? All of them. He went. It was like his whole life. But like, was he was he older when he did it? No, two thousand eight. Oh, two thousand eight. Yeah, Ashley, come in. Come in. We have two thousand and eight. Yeah, we have about. Here, come in, come in. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hey. Oh, my God. Ashley, uh, we should get a you chair. You should get a chair. I'll bring one in. Yeah, bring, bring a chair. chair. Right Sorry, Ashley came late, but we no, got to get No, but isn't her. that wonderful now? We're really getting somewhere because... With what? The big-headed people? The big-headed people and... Easter Island. And, we're making these connections. Yeah. And, I, I missed uh, the Easter Island thing. Easter Island, all the gigantic-headed uh, statues. Uh-huh. Nikki was saying uh-huh. that all uh-huh. the stars... Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Rock you know, Carson, came yeah. from John Easter Wayne, Island. John Wayne had a big head. Yes. Huge head. <laughs> <laughs> all, all my, hey, fa- all my favorites had. The whole had... gang is here. Okay. Oh, my God. We got a, what's going on? Headphone splitter. You know, oh. you, uh, you know who else had a big head? Who? That you're going to love this? Paul Muni. Oh. Big head. Good. Yeah. Matt's been hitting on Lauren the whole time. That's right. And now they're going off to have a little schmagaggle in the schmagaggle. They're about to have a little. Uh, well, we were cooking for a little bit. Gumby yeah. and Pokey. With Jonah Ash, Hill. how are you? I'm great, thanks. Let's how are you guys? Let's introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Ashley. I am. Want to say your whole name or no? Oh, I guess I do. Do yeah. it. Yeah, I do have a full name. What is it? Contrary to popular belief, my full name is Ashley Middlebrook. Ashley Heathen Middlebrook. If you want to get like Heathen. Yes. How, where did that come from? Uh, believe it or not, it's my mother's maiden name. Heathen. Yeah. You were from wow. the original Heathens. I am a heathen. <laughs> Holy fuck. She could sense. have been in Magnificent Seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she should have. Yeah. Hey, so we saw Magnificent Seven. What else did we see, Nikki? War Dogs. War Dogs. Did you ever see that movie? I have not seen and, War Dogs. And Morgan. And, and Morgan. And like I said, that Morgan had great parts for women in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two, three, two or three, oh, three great female roles yeah. in that movie. Uh, one would was the, the, the clone. Yes, and the other one, the cl- another clone who came to kill the fir- the first clone, and then the Oriental doctor. Stop saying Oriental doctor. Uh, the Asian doctor. Thank you. Hey Ashley. <laughs> hey, co- uh, who's that? Hey, come on in. Hey Ash, you have any stories from taking Woodstock? You remember? Oh, I remember a lot of stories from taking there Woodstock. Well, tell us. There one. you go. Uh, has anyone told the favorite story of Angley and Dimitri Martin yet? <laughs> yes. That's already been told? Yes, we've been told. <laughs> All right. With the T. All right. It took me one. forever, With but... With the T? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a pretty a fun one. story. That's probably my favorite. By the way, I heard you guys talking about big heads. Uh, speaking of taking Woodstock, Emil Hirsch is a bobblehead dog. Oh, he's got oh, a big he's head, He's got a too. huge head. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, oh, you're right. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's got, like, that's why they wanted him to play in. John Belushi. Oh, is that why? That's... Yes. So he was he was also Armenian, right? Yes. And he had a big head. Yes. That's why. Two yeses. Amazing. Yeah, but that's brilliant. <laughs> Good observation. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you guys are gonna share, Mike? I'm sorry. That's How dare you? Totally I feel cool. like a little bit marginalized right now, Dan. <laughs>
So yeah, I don't think you were there for this day, but they brought, I don't know if Matt already told this story, but they brought us all to set like a week before we started filming and brought every one of the Earthlight players to set and set Ooh. us down around a table, had us watch some like old, I was there. like 60s oh, yeah. movie. You remember well, that? We so watched, Palma. Do you remember yeah. what the Dionysus first? 69. Yeah. Yeah, Dionysus exactly. 69. Brian De Palma, yeah. yeah. Do you remember what the first thing Ang said to us when he sat us down at that table was? He's like, okay, it's okay to get naked now. No, what did no, he say? No, that's not what he said, <laughs> but it probably accurate also. What did he say? Um, <laughs> he sits us down, like, looks around the table, kind of, and this is, by the way, my first acting gig out of college, so I'm like, right. oh my God, I'm shaking. What am I going to do? And he goes, I rip actors apart to find myself. What? Amazing. <laughs> and I was like, I rip actors ah! apart. Wow. <laughs> no, but he also said like, yes, I'm also going, I'm also like um, going through like uh, my own like spiritual awakening now. Like, Yeah. And yeah. he was talking about like how it was the first attempt at a comedy he was ever going to have. Yeah. Um, That's why he did the movie because it was so loving. Exactly. Because it was he, like a yeah. loving piece. Yeah. Um, but That's I remember being super intimidated by that statement. Of when course. I <laughs> oh my God. Of course. <laughs> I remember Dimitri would tell these stories like, They'd be in the middle of rehearsal and something would, like the air conditioner would go off and it was like no matter what Dimitri did, it was, he couldn't be right. So like, Dimitri was just like, fuck. Like, he like, Ang was just like, how come you didn't react to the air conditioner going oh, yeah. off? <laughs> and and Dimitri would be like, well, because you told me just to totally focus and whatever happens, just stay focused. He's like, yes, but to be, you know, in the moment, you must recognize everything going, you know, like, and, and it was just like so fucking, like, no matter what he did, he couldn't do it. Ang Lee once told me the story about, you guys want to hear the story about, uh, uh, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. oh yes. We love Nick so Nolte. I, he has a large head too. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another Nick. So, yes, he's so large I fucking I go in to do Maybe ADR. I go to do ADR for taking uh, Woodstock, and Ang is sitting there, and and I guess he he really liked the Earthlight players, and he was just so every time I <laughs> sat with him, it was like the opposite of like this, you know, scary thing. He was just always so nice and like so pat- nice. paternal to us. So he sat there and he was just like, But in Dad. a way, just quickly, he was yeah. taking responsibility for, you know, breaking actors. Like I love that. Did he you actually know, say came because out and of said him. that to you? Yeah. He so actually that's like came out and That's cool. pretty that cool, is, yeah. 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 He said he was making breakthroughs with that, like he's learning about yeah. it. And he's just sharing that with us, like amazing. Right, like, amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's like, nice to meet you. So he says, he says, he says, Dan, I have the funniest story about Nick Nolte. And you can imagine Ang Lee doing a Nick Nolte impression. It's like made me almost pee my pants to see him doing a Nick Nolte impression, you know? Oh, my God. So he's sitting across from me, and he goes, so I did this crazy movie, The Hulk, you know, for my for my son, you know? And he goes, the day that I met Nick Nolte was one of the craziest days of my life. And I said, <laughs> he, he goes... So I go. He said Nick Nolte wanted you know me to come to his house. So I came to his house, and <laughs> I opened the. He opened the door and he was standing there in just a robe, and he really wasn't covering himself very what? well. <laughs> yes. Oh and my he God. said his his his. <laughs> he said his home was like a bear cave. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like a like a, a hurricane had hit it. So then he said. And then Nolte saw him and was just all come here and like g- grabs Ang and drags him through this crazy house of wow. his and takes him to this like secret floor, and he and he comes and he says Ang says, Dan, I saw a a room and all it was was medicine, from <laughs> the floor to the ceiling was just pills, you know, 
and oh and, yeah. and Lothi yeah. is just all yeah. Turns him, he goes, "I've been experimenting on myself," <laughs> and he pulls back this secret wall, wow. and, and he says, yeah, "Dan, there was a microscope wild. there," <clears throat> and Lothi gestured for me to look into the microscope, and I look into the microscope, and I see these two cells fighting each other. <laughs> Trying to kill each other, two cells, and and he says, "Dan, I t- I turn to Nolte, and Nolte says, that's my blood.'" <laughs> and then immediately, Ang starts getting very scared, and he starts walking Nick backwards Nolte, yeah. away from Nolte. He's like running out of the house, and and Nolte and Nolte's just all, "Wait, wait, what's the movie about?" And Aang, Aang just throws the script at him and is just all, Whoa. it doesn't matter. You have the part. <laughs> oh, now that is cool. That is a that's, great that's story. A really that's story. a great Hollywood story. You got the part. I could just see him like so freaked out. <laughs> and if you watch that movie, The Hulk, that's what Nolte does the entire movie. like experiments on himself and like yeah. does all oh. this well, Ferrigno, I don't know. He didn't play that, did For Lou Ferrigno. He's got a huge head. Here's another one. Yeah. Oh and you know God. who's got a huge head? Where'd you, Gar- go, where'd you get Lou Ferrigno? Well, he played well, the... Game. Lou Ferrigno played the Hulk, but well, not... Was, not I know, but he was but not in that show. movie. Well, who was... <laughs> no, that was like a... No, it was uh, Eric... Uh, Bannon. Bannon. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, no, but who... <laughs> Who actually played the monster? It was uh, Eric Bannon. You, you Eric Bannon. Want, whoa, yeah. you want to hear something crazy? Yes. It was Ang. Oh, right. Oh. Yes, because Ang walked in one brilliant. day. Ang walked in one day, and the stunt guy wasn't doing it right. It was not enough emotion, and Ang uh-huh. was just like, "Get out of the way. Let me do it." And then so now Ang is the Hulk in that movie. Unbelievable. He's standing. He does all the green screen stuff, and fantastic. You see him, I guess, in the uh, you know the DVD extras. He's like. Acting like he's throwing cars uh, around. Uh, oh, oh cool. And you know who's wow. got a huge head, too? Gary Busey. <laughs> fucking huge. This is a huge head show. Yeah. Oh, you know who had a big head, too? Charles Charlton Heston. Wow, man. You are a fucking... I am You are an encyclopedia of uh, big-headed motherfuckers. You want another Taking Woodstock story? Yes. You what, less? Fi- yes. If you yes. haven't figured this out yet, I am an authority on films. On big-headed yeah. That's the only films. reason why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm an authority on films. I know, but you're Actors, also an authority on big heads in films. Producers, directors. Casting directors. Casting directors. Ninjas. So <laughs> let me hear this story about the last story here, because we've got to wrap All it up. All right. So, like, two short ones to piggyback on each other. Go ahead, piggyback So, away. the first story is uh, just at, like, Aang's amazing attention to detail. I remember there's this one shot with, like, extras walking around. We've got, like, some is classic cars. I don't know if it's the Leaf story. There's oh, classic okay. cars parked. The leaf story. It's a bumper story. Do you okay, remember? Cool. Okay, cool. No, no, no. All right. So, um, there's some classic cars in the shot, like, par- shot parked in front of the motel, easy for me to say. And uh, I remember, like, we're rolling, everything's going great, and all of a sudden in the middle, like, no one can figure out why he yells cut, and we're all like, what happened? Like, why did we, that shot was amazing. And you kind of see him, like, squint really close at this classic car, like, look behind him, then he squints at this car again, and he's like, points behind him, and he's like, you, in the red shirt, I can see your reflection in that chrome bumper, move. Wow. And you're like, holy crow. And this is oh, like a wide-angle like that. shot. That's, that's amazing. Like crazy you'll like that because right yeah. that's amazing. No. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you got a really great eye. Yeah. I mean, no, that, that's I mean, amazing, though. No, but I mean, and, uh, 
And as a fun like little piggyback, since we're talking like Ang personality, Mm -hmm. did anyone cover what he like? So Ang Lee keeps like a souvenir from every movie that he does, right? Um, I'm not sure what he's kept for certain other films, but he keeps something from every movie. So do we know what he kept for taking Woodstock? Because I do. What the barn. He had oh, that whole barn picked up and moved barn. from wow. set to his property. That was one See, of the coolest. He really he kept loved, he really our loved the barn. Earth life. Oh. That's yeah. beautiful. So his souvenir wow. from that movie is a huge antique It's funny that barn. she said souvenirs awesome. because, you know, That's so cool. who also has a big head that takes souvenirs from every one of his movies, the oh. wonderful Mickey Rock. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He takes so has souvenirs from all of his films. Whether clothes, he's allowed to or not. Well, usually he's allowed. <laughs> and uh, yep. I Angley, yeah. and I got Angley. I love Angley. He was so nice to us, so fraternal to us. And, and he has a big head. So Mickey Rock has a huge head. Thanks. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. It, he's part of the huge head society. Yes. I don't know about Ang. I, I got to think about that. And maybe Leo Schreiber. But uh, I also no, got he's a, just big. I just got <laughs> he's I just, just tall. Got, his calves were like enormous. I got to do a shout out to fucking. Uh, Todd Phillips, who directed War Dogs, who was, who did a phenomenal job with that, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and I it was entertaining. That, War Dogs was very entertaining. Yeah, I was in uh, school for scandals with with uh, Todd. He, hey. was, he said some really nice things about me. He was such well, a, he didn't have to. And wonderful movie. Really I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, we him. could pick up. You know, we could destroy any movie. Dan and I can destroy dis- it? dissect any oh, movie. Okay, that's especially different. me. It's different. But. You know, you yeah, got to give credit where credit is due. I, really I mean, I really enjoyed Morgan. I don't really and Morgan care. was a small movie, and it was fantastic. Right. War Dogs was really good. I, in fact, the first thing I, I asked you was, What'd how you much did me? that movie call? How much did that movie cost? War Dogs. Yes, and you looked it up. What did I say? Forty-four what million dollars. Angley's first movie. Forty-four, the 44 million dollars. Yeah, right. I, and I then it was a lot more. I said this movie's got to be at least Ang you know seventy five million. Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah, just so you know. What's yeah, that? Like, Wonder Crouching what his souvenir from oh, that was. Oh yeah, that's a great. Crouching Tiger. We yeah. got Rope Back. We got Life. <laughs> right. I mean, come on, man. What was oh, his souvenir yeah. from Crouching Tiger? The an Academy Award winner. Great films. I took the entirety of the universe <laughs> of Crouching Tiger, <laughs> Hidden Dragon, and I keep it in a pocket dimension. It made a Crouching Tiger. His souvenir dragon, is the uh, pocket sequel. dimension of Crouching. Cry- Crouching Tiger. Exactly. So give us another story. Oh, no. Ashley. Well, how the hell are you? On the Come spot. On. I'm great. I'm fabulous. I'm in L.A. now. What? Um, oh, really? I know it's a thing. So, oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah, what, what are you I'm doing here? I'm working on a show called Lauren Inside Esports. Lauren lives Esports. in L.A. Yeah, is anything, anyone, I want to. What show? Does anyone want to, um, you know, any shout outs? Anybody want to, uh, you know, pitch anything, you know, out there? Anybody want to, you Subscribe know. to my YouTube channel. I want my Lauren. I want my Lauren. Okay. Yeah, uh, if you're into esports or in any way or in any general or into video games and being nerdy, check out Inside Esports on Go90. Yeah, anybody? Nikki, you want you want to? See what, what we, well, what I do? just miss some of those great actors that were that came into our lives a couple of years ago. I mean, uh, uh, Jay Baruchel, your friend Jay Baruchel. You miss them? I, you know, I just love the their their whole thing. You know, what leave, do we? What leave, do we leave, we're gonna get him on the show. We're gonna get all these yeah. guys on the show. What are we? What are we uh, smoking today? Oh, Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue. This one is. Uh, well, you didn't have. The I'm the there. only one that. Smokes. Why do you have to go there all the time? Okay? Because that's what it is. Okay. Because you guys, you know, you guys, you know, we're supposed to be reviewing movies and weed. Yes. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Oh, Forty okay. experience, man. So we, you, what did we do? Well, you what's guys fo- seem awesome. Well, like you, know, you guys I live seem. In California now, what's so the fourth dimension? The fourth dimension. Weed. You think it's weed? 
Well, I'm it's asking. like the I think it's Ooh, the dreamscape. Like mushrooms. And weed is the that's weed is the bridge good. to get there. I like that. What the fourth dimension? Yeah, you never heard of that. Well, that's isn't that what the 4D experience is? <laughs> yeah, it is. I've heard of the fourth dimension, but I didn't have it. You guys, the fourth Spelled dimension out. is time. Oh, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> God bless you, the Rachel. The fourth dimension is not time. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel Esther Jacobs. Besides, time is the, is time even real? Is time a thing? No, no, no. Fourth. No, di- <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Let's the break third, it down. Wait, time exists inside the third dimension, doesn't it? No, we are in three dimensions. Hor- like. Horizontal plane, vertical plane, etc., and uh, like shifting out into a like, so a two D would be a plane on a piece of paper, right? You've got a horizontal plane yeah. and a vertical plane on a piece of paper. Three uh-huh. D pushes that out into the world that we're familiar with, so that makes it three dimensions going like horizontal, vertical, and basically like. So into why are the we trapped in the cube? So why are we trapped by time? Th- we're trapped by time because we cannot comprehend that fourth dimension. Or are we, we do not actually have time. the ability to see it. So, but so since which we're which is marinating... why the twelve Famidorians wow. in Vonnegut yes. uh, are able to see time. So they see stars as these like long noodle strings in the sky because they can see every path that light has taken throughout time. And you know that was a great movie, The Time Machine. Yeah. That was a really, that's a great... Well, Grant Morrison talks the, about, the original like... original uh, H.G. Wells' time machine. Yeah. Dis- I was referencing... Dis-info. I think she's talking about Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah, she was, yeah. I was definitely talking about Slaughterhouse-Five. Good looking out. But Time Machine is also awesome, Rachel. and you do get a similar moment with the stars. So like, let me tell you yeah. something. So what is what is a pyramid? If, if the fourth dimension is time, then what is a pyramid? A pyramid is a 3D shape versus a triangle, which is a 2D shape. No, but the the base of a pyramid is it has what? four squares, but it's still only three D because it only think about the directions right, no, that those angles are going exactly. At. But it's the it, is it, it not a my, pyramid? No, a pyramid is a pyramid. Uh, in my in my interpretation, a pyramid is the physical example that we have come up with with the, that we have been able to come up with that represents the third dimension touching the fourth dimension. That's interesting, because that gets at with like some of the Illuminati symbolism with like the eye at the pyramid at the top uh-huh. going out and like the stri- rays. I but can what, see that. What would the That's fourth the all dimension seeing eye. be? All seeing eye. What, would the, what would the pyramid be touching? Where is it touching the fourth dimension? Well, that's the thing, is that uh, two pyramids, you take two pyramids and you take the tips and you make them touch each other and it creates a, a Like a dreidel. Creates a vortex. Which also Shape. sort of would probably look a little bit like an hourglass. What? Ding dong. <laughs> well, we're going to have to wrap well, it up. Y'all. We're going to leave you just sitting there with your brains oozing out of your heads, everybody. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Lauren and Ashley and Matt and Nick and yeah, everybody. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about any weed at all. No one's comfortable with that, even though I thought I talked about that before. But it's okay. I'm the only one. Me and Nikki are the only ones that smoke right. weed today. That's it. No one else. I don't did. care. You're you're cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Who isn't cool with it? I was genuinely late. So you I didn't just smoke actually at all. Haven't smoked. <laughs> I want a world where we don't have to do this, guys. I think it's clear that everybody has smoked pot. Whatever. But all. But <laughs> no. But I genuinely. But I'm gonna, can I leave you on this one note? Everybody you love smokes pot. That's okay, but don't, <laughs> don't go there. I am there. not anti-marijuana at all. Let's make that clear. I just there genuinely was there late. There you go. I'm going <laughs> to leave you just with this Why one thought. Late? Okay. John Travolta <laughs> has a huge head. I said Travolta. You said Travolta? I did, right? I don't know ago. if you threw that thing Six around. hours ago. Okay. What, I, I got one, I got one. You head? know who has yeah. a huge head? Who? 
Dan Fogler. Stop it. Do I have a big head? We, we already you talked about Dan's head. head. We already talked about we talked that. You, you think you've got a head no, like a peanut. Good, I, I don't think I have a head like a peanut. We said I think it, I have a, a healthy head. You have a, you have a, you I know have I have a reasonably big proportional head. It's You're a healthy good. head. A reasonably proportional head to my no, body. You yeah. have a... But it's not a big head. It's not like a, I'm like a Thanksgiving. Well, day what's your hat size? <laughs> That's, That's my hat size. It's big. No, but yeah. So you have a big head. But I'm not saying it's disproportionate. Head, right? Thank Does you. Does Judd have one? <laughs> Jeff, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> please, please do. I, we get. Please, I get. No, just a little. I'm I not to, doing it. I, oh, come on. Vanish this. You got a big head all of a sudden. I got a big head, and then typhoon came and it knocked me over by my big head and kept me aloft. Thank and you. And they found me. Thank you. Anyway. That's my Judd Hirsch impression. That's so good. Beautiful. He's okay. It's okay. I'm just great. XP thirty five explosive. That's my Marvin the Martian. That's Marvin the Martian impression. Yes. Oh, you know who's got a big head? Oh boy, Christopher Walken. Does he? It's huge. Marvin the Martian anchors for Walken. Marvin the Martian is all head. Now I'm just gonna be thinking about that. Like Louis C.K. The P. He's got a huge head. Huge head. There you go. Give me some, yeah. Jesus Christ, there's a Huge lot of big head. heads. Frazier? Oh, you know who's got a big head? Who, the Hulk? Michael Shannon. He's got a pretty big head. He's got a huge head. Nikki, you know who's got a big head? Don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> don't, On that note, you got to leave him laughing. <laughs> I think Nikki's got a big head. I love everybody here. I love everybody here, everybody whether here. you smoke or not, whether you were late or not, whether you're here or not, <laughs> I love you. You guys have anything to say? We love you, Dan. We love you too, Dan. We love you, Dan. I'll never game. be late again. <laughs> you can be late. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I love you. He's okay, always late. Bye, everybody. I got to get to a thing. <laughs>